This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey there. Welcome back to the podcast. Well, we officially have our first repeat guest on the How She Did That podcast, and her name is Carrie Flynn. Carrie is both a one-on-one coaching and two-time Booked and Balance alumni, as well as a current student inside of the Legendary Launch Manager certification, and I can't wait for her to share her story with you today. Carrie Flynn is the owner of Virtual Simplicity, LLC. She and her team help their clients get their online businesses and Kajabi platforms set up and running using their scene method. Simple, easy, efficient, not complicated, so that they can maximize their profits fast. Carrie has been married to her husband for 16 and a half years, and together they have two daughters, ages 12 and 4. Okay, I am so excited about this episode, so let's go ask Carrie how she had a 100K year while working a full-time job. Carrie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, my friend. <laughs> I'm, excited. I'm so excited to talk to you. Uh, we, You have been on the podcast before talking about all things Zubsado. Yes. And that was what, like probably about a year ago now. And you have had such amazing growth in your business. I want you to introduce yourself first, and then we're going to talk all about your journey and your growth and all those things. Awesome. So I'm Carrie Flynn. My company that I own is Virtual Simplicity. Now we're an LLC, which is so exciting. Amazing. Ooh, happened last <laughs> year. So now comma LLC after that. I have an amazing husband. We've been married. Our 16th anniversary is in April. So we're almost to 16 years. Very exciting. And I have two daughters, a 12-year-old and a four-year-old. And uh, we all live in Florida. We're getting ready. We actually live in Jacksonville right now, but we're going to be moving to um, Central Florida in about four months. We're building a house. So that's exciting. I started my business in 2017 while I was teaching full-time. So I've been a teacher for 15 years. I still teach two days a week. That will be ending at the end of the school year. So, and I grew my business, um, 99% of it while working and teaching full-time. Oh, and we offer two different services. Sorry. So mm-hmm. we do yeah, go online ahead. business management. And then we also do, we, I have a, like a mini agency for Kajabi platform, uh, setup and design. So we help clients in that space, get their Kajabi platforms ready and designed so that they can launch their online programs with ease. Love it. Love it. All of it. So I want you to tell us just what you've grown your business to while working full-time as a teacher. Okay. So when I started, I was started as a virtual assistant Mm -hmm. and I really started out with just wanting to bring in 
more money into my family because teaching, there's only so much growth you can do in, in that space. And there wasn't a lot of growth opportunities for me financially. And I had just had a second baby. And so I was like, well, I would love to have more money. So at that point, I was like excited if I was bringing in, you know, 500 or a thousand dollars more, which is where I was at for, for about a year, probably. Mm-hmm. And then the second year I was in business. Uh, I think my annual salary for the business was, um, or the annual income we had was like $25,000. And that was like, so exciting. Yeah. Um, And then I grew from that in 2019, at the end of 2019, it was like 25,000. I had two years where it was like 20,000 and 25,000. And then last year, I had a six figure year. So I went from 25,000 to, I think our final numbers was like 109,000 something, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't remember. So it was amazing. (laughs) P&L because I'm getting it ready for taxes. And I was like, um, I think that's what it was. That looks right to me. So (laughs) amazing. I remember like halfway through, I think it was like halfway through last year when I got your first Voxer message and you're like, so I think I'm going to have a six-figure year this year. And I was like, yes! <laughs> yeah, because originally my goal was for 2020 was to just basically double my income. So go from mm-hmm. 25 to 50. I was going to be right. like, I think my husband said 60,000 would be so exciting. So that was our original goal was to just, you know, slowly grow it from 20, you know, just double it or just like yeah. maybe 60% higher was the goal, like 60,000 or something. That was the original goal. And I got to that probably in August. Yeah. Maybe a little earlier. And so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> we, <laughs> we need goal. a new goal. <laughs> so I would love to know what is your 2021 revenue goal for your business? So I have a big goal, which is to hit 200,000. That's in my mm-hmm. big, hairy, audacious goal. But I have, I create like, BHAGs. And I also create like more realistic, what I can kind of visualize it based on past Mm -hmm. history and current projections. So my projected one goal is 150. My BHAG is 200. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. We do like good. Yeah. We do good, better, best and kind of thing too. I do that because that's how my mind works. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, it's great in terms of like, I always, the number that I like to say out loud and to say to people is kind of my BHAG, my big hairy audacious goal. Right. Because the more that I can say it out loud, I start making it like real for me. Right. Because when you first start any kind of goal, it doesn't feel real. It's like, oh my gosh, that feels like so much money. That feels overwhelming. But if you can just say it and kind of sit in it, it starts feeling more real. Right. And I would say that of of any human that I know, I am the one that struggles with um, Mm -hmm. visualizing things that don't seem possible because I'm an extreme realist. So if you're out there and you're in that, like that seems impossible. I completely Mm -hmm. empathize. Yeah. (laughs) There's a reason why I do the both so -hmm. that I can not just, I'll totally cut myself off and not, you know, I'll totally like mentally like cut myself off from achieving something if I just realistic ones. So it's good to have those like kind of a little out there. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So I would love to know what was the shift or the change in how you operated and also just in your business, maybe, you know, what support you were like, what support you were offering or whatever the changes were that took you from 25,000, you know, in 2019 to 109 
2020? I think it was a few things. One, mm-hmm. I think I really took my business seriously. Like I, mm-hmm. it wasn't just a, like a side thing that I was doing. I decided I wanted to take it seriously. That doesn't mean that you have to quit your job if you want to do that. But I I was intentional. That was really important. Mm -hmm. Um, The second thing I did was I was continuing to invest in myself and in my growth. And I started doing that in 2019. But I continued to do that in 2020. And when you invest in yourself, that allows doors to be opened for networking possibilities, um, making uh, making um, connections and re- building relationships. Um, I think Jill Stanton calls it paying for friends. <laughs> um, from She's from Screw the 9 to 5. But she sure does. <laughs> like, great way to describe it. But there's that connecting and relationship building and investing in myself. So coaching and I joined a couple high high-end programs that would be great for what I do and what we mm-hmm. do. So I joined Tribe, I joined DCA, I did a couple other, you know, paid programs that because it was, we weren't traveling. And so Mm -hmm. my initial plan was to go to conferences. Well, that didn't work out. So I took that money I would have paid to travel and invested in growing myself and my, my professional development. So that played a huge part in it as well. And then honestly, like I just, it was pretty evident from the jump of COVID that one of our services was going to be more needed for people. Mm-hmm. So I had already started to build the Kajabi side six months prior to that, but it was pretty evident people were pivoting online in a massively quick way. And we just sort of leaned into it. So I brought on more people to help me so I could help more people. Initially, it was just me and one other person when Jan- January, by the end of January, I only had one team member. By the end of this year, I had like seven which is a lot, a big change. It's a lot, but it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it was one of those things where I was like, okay, if I'm going to be able to help people and a lot of people needed help and a lot of people were taking their virtual conferences and or in-person conferences are going virtual and uh, things they were, they're speaking things and turning it into a course. And it was a lot of that happening. Everybody and every type of, you know, genre and you can think of, they were all mm-hmm. doing it. and they yeah. everybody and their grandmother was trying to get in to Kajabi and other programs. And so I think we really leaned into that side and grew mm-hmm. that side. And then I built sort of this mini agency where we could help people in a more efficient way, because if I'm doing it all by myself, I can't help those main people. Yeah. So we were able to bring on two or three people a month versus, you know, one, which is nice. Yeah. I want to pause for a second and debrief some of the things that you just said. And one of them is the first thing that you said was that you made the decision, right? I always talk about like deciding to treat your business like a big girl business, right? And so, yeah, making that decision and then creating intentional goals and, you know, figuring out, being intentional about how you are going to grow and build your business from there. So the Mm -hmm. intentionality, um, also the opportunity piece. And this was one of the things like I struggled with last year because we too saw that growth from, you know, an opportunity that was, that came out of a really sad situation, right? Like COVID isn't a good thing at all. And so struggling with that kind of like survivor's guilt of like, we're, we're doing well, you know, but, but also seeing it as people are struggling and they're, they're finding another way to reach their target audience. How can we support them and support our business growth at the same time? And I think that 
understanding that, that like we we're not just mooching off of people, but we're really supporting people, them in being able to continue their business, continue their livelihood. That felt like a gift and something that we could give back and support rather than like, you know, just using the opportunity for the opportunity. So that was also really, yeah, I liked that you said that. And then this piece I think is super important, especially for those who are are still in their nine to five, like being okay with getting support in order to grow your goal, right? It's going to, you, you don't have, you have such limited time um, and space and everything, having a full-time job, having a husband, having two kids and everything. So realizing, okay, what has to not, what has to go or what, what needs, uh, what do I need to do in order to hit that next level of growth and realizing like, oh, I need a team to help support me and our clients in order to be able to reach that next level. Fantastic. That was the hardest part. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's probably the hardest part for a lot of people, but if you're kind of a cheapo like me and I don't like spending money at all. Mm -hmm. So I think it's scary when you see your cash flow come in and you're like, well, how am I going to pay for this mm-hmm. on top and, and that that is scary but it really is true you have to it's sort of like a pay to grow situation where you have to do that in order to expand that income and i know it seems like kind of counterintuitive <laughs> doesn't seem like it would work but it really is like the only way you yeah. don't have to build a massive team like i don't have a huge team it's we're small but mighty but I just knew that I, I couldn't withstand the workload yeah. and that it wouldn't be quality work if I would have done it all myself. And also I'm not an expert in every single thing. And so bringing people on who can be really good at this thing, it's going to mm-hmm. be better than what I would do, even though I can do it really well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you and I talked a lot about that in, you know, in coaching and everything, um, over this past year about the fact that you kind of hit this pivot point where you it's decision time, you know, it's either. And I hit that when I was in my full-time job too, where I was like, okay, I am maxed out on what I can do as a person with a full-time job and running this business. I either need to decide that like, this is it. I'm good. This is all that I'm going to be able to do and stay in my full-time job or decide, okay, I trust myself and this process and what I'm building enough to go all in on that, you know, and stair step out of it like you did, you know, or like you're doing right now. And also trust the process and know that like, I can, I can jump and I know that it'll be okay. Even though it feels really scary at the time. (laughs) It'll feel scary whether you take a big jump or you scale back kind of like how I did. I chose to Mm -hmm. stair step it down. I would have quit already, but I'm buying a house, so I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. But at the same time, um, you have to be, if you're still working your nine to five, you have to be really gentle with yourself first and foremost about that. And then also one thing that I really, really talk to people about that I fell into the habit of doing that's not good is you cannot compare yourself mm. to other people in business who A, don't work a nine to five right now, or B, maybe you have kids. I have children. I have a husband. Mm-hmm. If they don't have kids, if they are, are single, their life experience is different. And so yeah. you cannot possibly expect to move at the same pace as someone who's in a different life space than you. So yeah. you have to be gentle and that's so important. So that's why it's so good to have realistic goals as far mm-hmm. as big, hairy ones that are realistic. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So what are you excited about for this upcoming year? 
I am excited. Other than making $200,000. Right. <laughs> so I think this year, um, for me, I'm excited because I'm, I'm kind of growing into being more of a CEO and less mm-hmm. of a doer. Mm-hmm. And that's an exciting journey and an interesting one because it's, it's kind of started towards the end of last year. I started, started to turn towards that direction and it's been a really interesting experience for me because mm-hmm. I'm a big doer. I actually talked about it in my Instagram today, how difficult that has been for me. <laughs> um, but it's a good, it's a, an exciting thing. It means that things are growing, which is good. So I'm excited about moving. That's going to be good. And I'm excited about the direction that the, some of the ideas I have that I would like to make our services even better mm-hmm. for our current clients and then our new clients in the future, because I think that's going to be really awesome because I'm going to do the launch certification, which I'm very excited about. Yes. So excited to have you. Our Kajabi (laughs) services are going to be so great once that's done because we can really enhance their experience, which is going to be exciting. And it's going to help our OBM clients too, because they all launch. Um, But I'm also excited. um, Once we move, I'm going to really, really looking at some non one-to-one services things and really start Mm -hmm. putting my energy there. Mm-hmm. Um, how we can have a bigger impact for people who might not quite be ready for our one-to-one services or who want some more support after that. So I'm very mm-hmm. excited about that too. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So I'm asking all of our guests this year a question. And the question is, what does amplifying your impact mean to you? In 2021. In 2021, forever, whatever. <laughs> I would say um, my strengths finder, my number two is relator. So mm-hmm. my number one is responsibility. So I would say amplifying impact really comes back to relationships because that is had the biggest impact on me and also in the growth of my business. That's probably the number one reason why I am where I am is because of all the various connections and relationships that I've made. So for me personally, amplifying our impact and my own impact in business and beyond is really going to come back to leaning into building really good relationships Mm -hmm. and continuing to connect and get into new spaces and meet new people. Cause that's how we have an impact on those people or people they know that need our help. Otherwise the rest of it really doesn't matter. It's all about the relationships at the end of the day. And that's a huge core value of mine. So, um, that's something that I look at is how can we make other people's lives better with this particular service that we offer Mm -hmm. or this product that we're selling. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for that. Where can we find you and come hang out with you more? The best place to find me on social media is either on Instagram, which is at virtual simplicity, or you can find me on Facebook as well. And Mm -hmm. equally Carrie Flynn. And I think my Facebook page is virtual simplicity. So if you type virtual simplicity, that way it'll pop up um, when you type it in there. But my website is carriemflynn.com. And I'm also kind of getting into Clubhouse. Yes, you are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we'll we talk a lot about more business and motherhood over there. So I do spend more time talking about what it means to be a mom and also a business owner. So the mm-hmm. tend to be the rooms that I get into and talk a lot about because that is a big part of my life. 
You love it. Thank you. Yeah. And we'll put all the links in the show notes and everything. Yeah, but I don't know what my clubhouse link is, but it's, it's okay. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Carrie. This has been amazing. I am so proud of your growth. I'm so excited for all the things that you're doing. You are, continue to impress me and thank you for being part of my world. Love you, friend. Thank love you. Love you, friend. You're welcome. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job. Thank you.